0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to get stuck into our rapid review for round 11, what a round it was. Thoroughly enjoyed this week of footy, Uh, some quality games and a lot of... You know, in in no shock to any of us, a lot of state of origin players really standing up this week and just reminding us why they need to be in that arena. If you want to have a listen to that podcast I dropped earlier today, it's uh, whose origin stocks are rising and whose are dropping uh, off the back of this week, which stocks are rising, which are dropping off the back of round 11. Plenty to touch on there. And then later today, I have a little Q&A podcast that I'll be dropping. You guys send in a heap of questions on Friday. Arvo uh, managed to get around to them yesterday and answer quite a few of them. So, plenty of content coming today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast, but let's get stuck into our Round 11 Rapid Review. Thursday night kicked off with the Melbourne Storm knocking over the Brisbane Broncos 24 points to 16. This is obviously the Thursday night game, so on Friday we did a pretty deep review of this one. Uh, if you go, back and have a listen to that if you want a little bit more detail on this game. But look, um, Melbourne, I think Melbourne were definitely the better side. There was some controversial calls throughout this game. I actually thought... That some of the controversial calls potentially hurt Melbourne a little bit more. They still managed to win. But I'll say this about Brisbane. And I came into this game saying, are they flat-track bullies? Can they compete with the best sides? They lost Adam Reynolds in the 15th minute. Paddy Carrigan, a controversial simbin. They had two other simbins as well. Obviously, Tom Flegler came very, very late. But, you know, in the first 76 minutes, they had two simbins and they lost Adam Reynolds. For them to hang in this game... You never want to lose, Uh, but I did learn a lot about the Broncos in this game, and they really did impress me. So if you are a Broncos fan, I wouldn't be taking it uh, too heavily. I think they did very well to hang in this game. They were always in the context, in the contest. Uh, Despite scoring a try very late, to be fair, um, I still... You know, I felt like Brisbane could have won this game, had a few things gone a little bit differently, potentially, if Adam Reynolds stays on the field. So, it's not like they just rolled over and copped it, uh, you know, an eight-point game uh, with the Simbins and losing Adam Reynolds. I thought Brisbane did it pretty fucking well in this game. Reese Walsh, very mixed bag, but I just, I love the way that he goes after the game. And people, you know, it's very easy to sit on the couch at home and say, he made this mistake, he made that mistake. He's always trying to win the game of football. And this is what I've said about Reese Walsh from absolute day one. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like Reese Walsh. I know there's a lot of people that have found it really, really hard to watch him dominate the first 10-odd weeks of the season. They've waited for a couple of games where he doesn't play too well and they've absolutely hounded him. Uh, But I think you're being very, very biased there. A very talented footballer, Reese Walsh, with a huge future in our game. Congratulations to the Melbourne Storm. As I said, no shock whatsoever with Origin just around the corner. Harry Grant, Cam Munster, they both stood up. They both looked... Tremendous in this one. All right, let's move to the second game. We had the Warriors. The Was, 24 over the Canterbury Bulldogs, 12, uh, opened the scoring. Josh Curran, um, as we always say, whenever he comes into this site as a starter, he's an anytime try scorer special. Uh, And then Adam Fennell, Blake, went over. Brilliant ball playing by Dylan Walker. And then, uh, for me... Probably try the game. Uh, the wires they made a break down the left-hand side. Shout-out to Paul Alamotti, the left centre for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, it's been a bit of a mixed bag for him to start his NRL career. But I thought this... This sequence was really good. He, he made two very good one-on-one tackles where he was meant to be at left centre. He got dragged over to the right. He then got caught at marker, uh, which, of course, Sean Johnson identified because he's a very experienced footballer and on zero tackle kicked over to Dallin with Tenny Zalazniak to score. But Alamotti's had a bit of a mixed bag and probably hasn't been as good as what I thought he would be early in his NRL career. Um, I thought that th- th- those two tackles were really big. ones. you could tell how absolutely gassed he was. But SJ, uh, the ultimate competitor. God, he's playing some good footy at the moment, SJ. It's so good. Good uh, to see this guy bounce back. It's been a tough couple of weeks for the Waz. They did get the win in this one, though. Uh, Canterbury, oh, I never really thought they were in this game, to be honest with you. I thought the Waz, you know, pretty heavily dominated this one. Canterbury. There's a couple of times where uh, they crossed over and had the ball taken off them and whatnot. But Harrison Edwards scored. Uh, a nice little line by him. And then Jade Nockenbore, shout out to him. Uh, a guy that you know, he came into first grade. He had that He had that game where I think he ran over the top of Cam Smith twice and a half. We'd never really seen that before. Uh, obviously, a very inconsistent winger. He's now transitioned into a back rower. And, you know, I, I, I think he's doing a reasonably good job, uh, Jaden Ockinball. So, shout out to him. But Canterbury, uh, not good enough in this one. In a bit of a transition period at the moment, uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs welcoming in, obviously, Carl Olawapu coming into the side and whatnot. Uh, and I think they are... They're balancing a number of plates at the moment, the Canterbury Bulldogs, and it is very tough to do. Matty Burton with a solid game once again. Reed Marty was good as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought Blake Wilson, he he was really good on the wing. I, I love the look of this kid from the from the Falcons. Uh, I think he's got. A lot of first grade left in him, so uh, yeah, obviously not the greatest game for Hayes Perham coming up against his former club here. Uh, under a bit of pressure at the moment, Hayes, but uh, yeah, ha- had a shocker on the weekend. But just um, yeah, j- just just give Hayes time. L- l- let's see how he goes. Next week. Uh, but at the moment, is isn't looking fantastic. Shout out to uh, Volkman, who scored in this game late, my boy. Hasn't been overly impressive in first grade when he's come in there, but looks like a world beater in reserve grade. Uh, I think it should be noticed that Volkman, he was carrying a really bad injury in this game. I'm just going to get it up. Uh, so I've got the exact context, but I saw it somewhere, and uh, no one was really talking about it all that much. But I thought that Volkman, um, very very impressive in this game, did a couple of good things. Uh, all things considered, um, the 20-year-old is one tough bugger. After revealing he suffered a compound fracture similar to what Storm Care Monster did in round one while making a tackle in the first half, so compound fracture, uh, pretty fucking impressive for Volkman to keep going in that game. So shout out to him. You absolutely love to see that. I'm a big big fan of this kid and I think he's got a big future. But yeah, shout out to the Waz getting the job done there. Uh, The late game Friday night, uh, uh, yeah, probably not a stack to talk about here to be honest with you guys. The Penrith Panthers 48-4. Penrith reminding us all once again why they are the team to beat this year, why they have always been the team to beat this year and I've always been very confident in saying that throughout this season. Um, You know, once the bright lights of September arrive, you will see this team go to a new level once again. But 48 points against the Sydney Roosters. Uh, pretty impressive stuff now it should be noted the Roosters um, obviously they got Joey Marno playing at 6, myself and Timmy Williams are pretty vocal on the live stream with Hollow Sport that we just don't think it's the answer we think it sort of stunts the Roosters a little bit Sam Walker got injured in reserve grade so he's going to miss a couple of weeks so I'm not quite sure what the Roosters do from here but they are a quality club and I'm keen to see how they respond to that absolute drumming on the weekend but the Panthers just showing why they're at, at another level, the 48 points against the Roosters is a great knock but it's the 4 points, they kept a team with Joey Manu, uh, with James Tedesco, with Luke here. All these stars and a great forward pack to four points. An incredible, incredible effort uh, by the Penrith Panthers. And Scotty Sorensen, he was probably the star of the show. Absolutely killed it. Uh, A huge score in Supercoast. I think it was 170-odd. Very impressive. And uh, Jerome Lewai. He just reminded all of us New South, Welsh fan, New South Wales fans uh, why he should be there game one. So very, very interesting times. Once again, Jerome Lawyer, he's a guy that his stocks are rising at the moment for state of origin duties. Uh, Taruba, Brian To'o, Peachy, I thought all these guys were tremendous. Uh, and, you know, J- James Fisher-Harris, I think that he is just one of the bigger alphas, if not the alpha of this competition. I think it's been JWH for a long time at the Chooks. Uh, But I think what James Fisher-Harris is doing at the moment over there is incredible. Liam Martin returned as well, which was great to see. Uh, Obviously took some minutes off Zach Hosking, so we'll watch how that one plays out over the next few weeks. But yeah, 10 out of 10 for the Panthers. Nathan Cleary kicking eight from eight. It was their old boys night where they welcomed in the 2003 Penrith Panthers. They wore that jersey as well. Uh, It sort of felt like they were never going to lose that one. So very impressive for the Roosters. Uh, Pretty disappointing. Shout out to Billy Smith with another really, really good performance. Um, He was great. He's doing some really good things, Billy. Smith, so, hopefully, he can stay in that team. But, uh, yeah, probably the worst defense we've seen from the Roosters in quite some time. I thought the moment that sunned it up was when Isaiah Yo put in that kick for Brian Toto. Awful kick, but it sort of came off the back of two or three rebounds. Um, and he picked it up, Isaiah Yo, and he held the ball for four seconds. And the Roosters just stood and watched around him. Um, you know, the Roosters, have when they're at their best... And they're winning comps when they're competitive. They've been known to, for their swarm defense and just going at just just hacking the bone. Um, and you definitely didn't see it in that moment. So pretty disappointing for the Roosters, but the Panthers high and flying as per usual. Super Saturday kicked off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs against the West Tigers uh, for me I thought the Rabbitohs are really good and you know what I didn't think the Tigers were too bad realistically um, this game it was 6-0 uh, with 8 minutes to go so the Tigers well and truly held in the contest I know you look at it and go 20-0 didn't score a point conceded 20 uh, but you know the South Sydney Rabbitohs they got pushed right to the last 10 minutes or so. We did say in the preview, we thought the Tigers would really compete in this one. Um, and then, you know, we thought South Sydney would score a few points late, which they certainly did. Uh, Latrell Mitchell with another good game. Cody Walker doing some fantastic things. Uh, Campbell Graham, very impressive once again. Came with some very, very nice plays. Campbell Graham, without scoring a try and trying, killing it, uh, he was very, very good, Campbell Graham. So, uh, yeah, look, South Sydney, they'll be happy with that one. I think the West Tigers team was definitely up for that game, um, and yeah, I don't know what more to touch on with that one. The, you know, West Tigers, as I said, I thought they performed well. You know, th- there's a couple of things you could try and pick apart with their performance and whatnot, but I um, I personally thought they did really well to hang in that game against one of the heavyweights. I would have them as my second premiership favourites right now behind the Penrith Panthers, so pretty good knock. Uh, John Bateman, he was fantastic back in. Stafford Tower, thought he had a really good game as well. He's just He's got something about him, Stafford Tower. just... I don't know. There's, there's just something about him that really, really excites me. Um, so, yeah, Tatane Milne scored a few tries. 131 in Supercoach. That is one hell of a knock. Very, very impressive. And, yeah, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they march on for another week. Uh, the 5.30 game on Saturday, Arvo. The North Queensland Cowboys, are they back? 42-22 to over the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, some very, very good performances here from the North Queensland Cowboys. I thought Scotty Drinkwater, he was brilliant. Came up with some really good things. But my boy, Hylam Lukey, we've been talking about him uh, uh, for a while now on Bloke and bar, um, You know, we've said for a while that if he didn't get injured last year, he could have had the season that Jeremiah I had last year. So, Hylam Lukey, I think you could see what he's capable of in that game. Had a few people message me and go, Oh, he's just playing the Dragons. He's been doing this since the first time I ever watched Highlam Lukey. So, please don't give me that complete and utter dribble. Um, he's a brilliant player, Lukey. I think he will. He is destined for rep honours in the future. I don't think he'll be an Origin guy this year, but I think over the next few years, definitely. Speaking of Origin, Val Holmes, Really good game. He he did very well. Uh, I thought Jack Giles, I'm not a huge fan of him, to be perfectly honest with you guys. I never have been. But he's been really solid since coming back for the North Queensland Cowboys. So, a good win by them. Uh, Obviously, still doing this without uh, Jason Tamalolo. So, Pretty impressive stuff from the Cowboys to get back in forty-two points. You love to see it. They scored off a lot of turnovers. To be fair, uh, but that's what good teams do. At the end of the day, the St. George Illawarra Dragons started well. Jack DeBellin crashed over. Ben Hunt looks sensational, and then it just all fell apart. They just make too many mistakes. They had the Bud Sullivan sin bin, which um, you know I don't completely agree with the. Call, cool, but I, it, it, you know, I, I, I don't have a huge problem with the sim binning, uh, but I don't know what Bud Sullivan could have done in that moment, and I definitely cannot believe that Hook did not put him back on the field, that just blew me away they were chasing points Um, he's the guy that can create points in this side and they left him off the field it just made no sense to me whatsoever I hope there was an injury there or something but to me, looking at Bud on the sideline it definitely didn't seem that way and I know that Jack Bird came out, defended his coach the other day and I'm all for that, I'm not all for the way that he addressed fans but fuck me, you can understand why they're frustrated because I haven't spoken to a single person that's been able to understand why Bud Sullivan wasn't put back on the field. You're trying to win games of football. You need guys that can create points. Bud Sullivan is one of those. And I completely understand why some Georgia Dragons fans are so frustrated. And, you know, I, I, I won't go too deep on the Dragons. A very disappointing performance, but I'll tell you this right now: Ben Hunt, he deserves better. Some of the scenes watching him during that game and some of the passes he threw, especially to his centers, and they just dropped it cold or made stupid errors. So frustrating, and Ben Hunt he deserves better. Um, with all due respect to the Dragons, if I was Ben Hunt, and I, I, you know, I'm obviously not Ben Hunt, I probably didn't need to remind you guys of that. But I really do hope that he does leave and go somewhere else because I just, I, I, I just don't know if the Dragons turn this around or if the Dragons um, can compete for. You know I was going to say for a premiership, but for a top eight spot you know, in the few years he has left in his career. So I do hope that he goes somewhere else and he has a real shot at winning a comp because I don't think there's anyone in this competition that deserves a premiership more than Ben Hunt that doesn't have one at the moment. So, yeah, congratulations to Benny Hunt on 300 games, though, an incredible effort. I just wanted to emphasize that he's a guy that deserves so much better than what he's getting at the moment. Uh, The Canberra Raiders and the Parramatta Eels went head-to-head in the late game Saturday night. The Raiders 26, Parramatta Eels 18. A uh, really good game. There wasn't a try for the first 30 minutes or so. Very tight affair. Very fiery affair as well. Obviously, Corey Horsbrough went, uh, went after Ryan Madison and whatnot. Uh, whether you agree with that or not, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it was a dumb play, but I think that's what that's what and, he, and who Corey Horsburgh is. Uh, and he sort of owned that after the game that he's trying to get better out of it, but really saw red in that game. But then he came back on. Fuck, he played well, Corey Horsbury. And I, I love that Corey Horsbury did that. And I love that his coach would have grabbed him and he wouldn't have blasted him. He would have said, hey, when you get back out, you've got it out of your system now. When you get back out there, I need 60 fantastic minutes from you. And Corey Horsbury certainly did provide that when he got back on the field. So shout out to him, dumb play, whatever. I understand that. But uh GG did well when he got back out there. He was tremendous. And sometimes you need moments like that. Like you look back to James Maloney uh, in the... Uh, No, sorry, you look back to Ben Till in the 2014 prelim final against the Roosters, comes on, grabs Jay Maloney, gives away a stupid penalty, but he really set the standard in that moment and it uh, it inspired the South Sydney Rabbitohs that night. And I kind of feel like what Corey Horsburgh did did, did the other night, really pushed the Canberra Raiders, really got them in the trenches. thought Albert Hoppawade was tremendous, scored a try, but just his runs. He's strong as an ox. God, he's a good player. Hudson Young scored a try. Uh, I would love to see him in the Origin Arena in a few weeks' time. Semi Chris, pretty quiet game, but scored a meaty. And Matty Timoko, wow. Fuck, he's a good footballer, Timoko. The match winner here. uh, Absolutely love this kid, love everything about him. He really has just turned into a strike centre. For Parramatta, obviously, my boy, Jermaine Hopgood, $9.50. The first week we haven't tipped him in about 11 weeks from my calculations. Bailey Simons and Mike Issevo scored. Uh, obviously, a team missing Mitch Moses. And I think it definitely showed in this game. Um, a game that I think Parramatta will look back on and say, fuck, we probably should have won that one. Penalty count, uh, obviously, didn't favour Parramatta. And I know that... Um, yeah, I, I know that the coach sort of blew up de- deluxe after the game and whatnot. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I personally thought the, the better team won, to be honest with you. So I, I just didn't think the Parramatta took advantage of the opportunities that they had, to be honest with you. So I thought the Canberra Aiders were the better team. I thought uh, Ricky Stewart coming out and saying that Corey Horsburgh uh, palmed in the head. Oh, I thought was bullshit. I thought that was definitely striking, and I thought it was a simbin. bin. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Parramatta still made 12 errors to Canberra's nine. I understand the penalties. I get it, but... Uh, Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I, I thought Junior was very lucky to sort of get away with that shot that he put on. Um, Tapanay, very, very dangerous stuff there that we don't want to see in our game. But yeah, the Canberraiders five on the trot. Now there's a buy mixed in there too, but five wins in a row, which is tremendous for them. Um, Doing very, very well, the Canberraiders. It's it's impressive how quickly they've turned it all around. Um, All right. Sunday afternoon, 2 PM with the Newcastle Knights, 46 over the Gold Coast Titans, 26. Uh, Titans started hot. Dominic, uh, sorry, Newcastle started hot. Dominic Young scoring there. KP, good God, he was good. Some of the stuff he did, he scored a fantastic try, set one up for Bradman Best. He put in a brewing kick for Tyson Frizzell just on halftime, got the ball from the play-the-ball uh, on like, the left-hand side tram line, showed it under Adam Elliott, then put in just a perfect kick. You pretty much can't defend that sort of stuff, and Tyson Frizzell scoring a great try. A guy that's on the verge of an origin recall, apparently, and you can definitely understand why. Look, Greg Massey, Bradman Best, whenever those two got the ball, they did really, really good things down. Caelan Ponga's edge, Dane Gagai scored a bit of a controversial trial that I know a lot of Titans fans were pretty upset about because it did come in a crucial time and I understand that. Uh, but I do quite often think that Foz sort of plays to penalties, uh, to be honest with you. And I, I don't really have an issue with that, uh, but sometimes it's going to go for you. Sometimes it's going to go against you, and that's the reality of the situation. Most of the time, Foz gets it right, and I think he's one of the smartest players in the comp as far as doing that, and I think that one could have quite easily uh, gone his way as well. So a little bit unlucky in that moment, but uh, I don't think that was the Titans' biggest issue by any means. For uh, feeder he was incredible. He is just a genetic... For a reek, his first try, as soon as he got the ball, my, my KO froze in that moment. And I just, it was pretty cool, actually. As soon as he touched the ball, my KO froze. And I just looked at it and went, how can he not score in this moment? How are they possibly going to stop this guy? They didn't stand a chance. And then in the 70th minute, took it all the way to the house, picked up a pretty shitty grubber and went all the way. Incredible stuff. But uh, the star of the show here was Kalen Ponga. He was tremendous. The Newcastle Knights coming off a bye. Few of the boys got away and whatnot. Media absolutely hounded him. They've backed it up, so uh, maybe lean back on those takes there. And KP, he was the absolute star of the show, so you love to see it, and a good little warning shot for all New South Wales fans, including myself, that Origin is around the corner. All right, the late game, 4.05. Sunday, Arvo had the Sharkies, 20 over the Manly Seagulls, 14. Um, we went in at halftime here, 14 points to do two. Ruben Garrick kicking a penalty goal right on halftime. Uh, Royce Hunt scored the first try, a pretty soft one, um, to be fair. Nico Hines put him over there. Just just poor defense from Ola Kawatu, who his stocks definitely dropped over the weekend as far as origin goes. Siani Katoa scored in the 30th minute and we went in at halftime 14-2. Nico Hines just controlling the game. Him and Moisa. Um, really a game that, you know, there wasn't an absolute stack happening in this one. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, the, the Sharkies, they just had to grind out a win here. The Manly Seagulls, uh, they found a bit of form late in this game. Ruben Garrick and and Croker uh, diving over tries. But it was a game that I never really felt like the Sharkies weren't going to win, especially when Jesse Ramian did score in the 47th minute. They sort of went out to 18 points to do. I just—I I never felt like the Sharkies were going to lose this one, uh, despite the Manly Seagulls coming at them very late. Um, like I mean, both these teams improved on last week. There's no doubting that. I thought the Sharkies were much better this week defensively. Much, much better. Obviously, you know, only conceding the four, you know, 12 points in the last 20 minutes. Uh, when you compare that to last week, uh, they conceded, you know, 30 points in the first half. So, I think, sharks as you have that, Manly, despite a loss like, fuck, they were so much better than last week. I, I Last week, I thought the Manly Seagulls were an absolute disaster. So... A good little bounce back there. Didn't get a W that they wanted going up against one of the premiership heavyweights, uh, but definitely improving. Tommy Turbo, stocks are dropping for Origin. Unfortunately, he did not look good the other day. He was defending on the wing at one point and got burnt uh, by a back rower. So, yeah, I don't don't know what they're going to do with Tommy Turbo. I don't know if he plays in Origin 1. I don't know if you leave the decision up to him. I've got no idea what direction Brad Fittler's going to go with here. Um, there's the argument that you just pick him because he's Tom Trevojevic and it's Origin, you just back him in. But good God, as I said last week when I was watching, I, you know, the, the eye test when I was up there at Suncorp Stadium, just, just watching him walk around the field is not good. And uh, I think it's fair to say that it got worse the other day, especially when Brit Nicora made that break, turbo chased for about eight metres and then just gave up. You never really see that. From Tommy Turbo, he's always chasing on everything, and he just knew uh, that he wasn't in that league to be able to keep up with those guys. So, yeah, very, very interesting situation with Tommy Turbo. I probably don't think he can be there. I thought uh, Nico Hines. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. I don't think there's any doubting that the New South Wales five out of the week was Jerome Lawyer. So that's all heating up and getting very, very exciting to watch over the next couple of weeks. Guys, that will be our rapid review. We dropped our origin stocks, who's dropping, who's rising. Earlier today, we also dropped a little clip from the Hello Sport uh, live uh, what would you call it? You, YouTube stream on Friday night. So you can go and have a listen to that dribble, or you can just go to the Hello Sport YouTube and watch the entire thing there. It's under the live stream category. Um, and then later today, we do have a Q and a coming your way where I answer a couple of your questions in a pretty rapid fire form. Uh, heading into Bloke in a Bar Studios now, guys, for the round 11 deep review. Uh, plenty more content coming over the next couple of days on the Rugby League Guru Podcast.